0: Hey everyone, this is Heather, and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called The Devil Plays Dirty. So there's all kinds of reasons for this title today and the topic. I hope it is going to be inspiring and show you that you might just be on to something really big. So here we go, guys. Thanks for joining. So call them what you want. Satan, the devil, whatever. (laughs) I think he is pretty busy often, but when does he start to really pay attention to us in our lives? It's when we start really getting on track to doing something big and great, good. That really ticks him off. (laughs) Now, yeah, this is my personal opinion, but I do believe that if you're starting to feel him on your heels... You might just be on the cusp of something great. So don't stop. Don't let it get you down. In other words, you might be working your butt off at something. And it's usually like that final straw that makes people be like, done. I'm not doing it anymore. I've been working my butt off. I'm done. This is it. This was the final straw. Well, usually it's when those words are spoken that I think that's why you got attacked to begin with. That's why this bad thing just fell on your lap. Because it was like a a last ditch effort on the side of all that is evil. Trying to stop and divert you from achieving that goal. So if you're feeling like the devil is on your tail then that's when you got to push. You know, that's that final leg of the race. That is when you do not like let off the gas pedal. And sadly, it's when so many people give up. And so I had a little taste of this this morning in my own life I want to share with you guys. So I got up. And now this isn't negative necessarily, but like whenever I'm really feeling like, ooh, I'm in a groove, I know what I'm doing, I know, you know, I know the things I need to tackle today, um, and things are moving in a real positive direction with my business, I notice that things, often little things, will change my energy. Now, why is this important? That's not like, oh, you just had some big devastating blow, but what it is, is if something's going to shift my vibrational energy, it is going to completely divert my train, right? So in other words, I could have been in a real positive headspace, you know, in one where I wasn't procrastinating, I had things to get done, and I was working on them, I was, you know, really um, in a good place. And all of a sudden, one thing throws me off, and it's like all of a sudden, oh, I'm frustrated, I'm mad, or I'm fearful, or I'm whatever. And all of a sudden, that energy for the whole day is tanked. And I am now attracting some bad vibrational energy. It starts to hurt the business. And it starts, does that make sense? It's like, very quickly, I, I actually just self-destructed. <laughs> so this morning, I was like, the first thing was I was in a real positive, happy place. Actually, a couple bad songs came on the radio. And even then, I wasn't really even sad which to me that's big like you know after the loss of my husband it's like every sad song on the radio you know, pulls the heartstrings and brings me down and then I have to do a little work to get myself back up. So no, none of them. I was like unfazed, feeling really good. Got home, still feeling really good. Just about to tackle some things, feeling really good. Actually even took a moment out, which I never do this, never. And I saw a puzzle that my son had been working on on the floor and I was like, I'm gonna try to put a couple puzzle pieces in before I get going. Now, I started to feel like, oh, there's other things I should be doing, but I wanted to take a moment. It was like we all need a pause sometimes to mentally get on the right you know, track and in the right headspace. And I was like, oh, this is freeing and calming. This is a great way to set my energy for the day. Well, <laughs> then what happened from there was really interesting because I opened up my computer to allow people into my group as I do every morning and I see a post from a guy who wanted to share a song that he had sung and people had commented in his own life about. So he thought it important to share with the group. Um, you know, he didn't claim to be a, you know, famous singer or anything or have any kind of skill. He basically said it's not very good, but it's from my heart. And it was just him singing along with a really sad song. And, um, I, it was the most heartbreaking thing I've seen in a long time. I'm not going to lie. It it did knock me down a few notches. The tears were flowing. Um, but I will say I allow for that every day. got to give yourself the space, especially if you're grieving something big. You know, I allowed myself to be sad in that moment. Just go with it. You know, said a prayer, did, you know, <laughs> let it move out and through. You don't want to hold on to this bad, bad feelings and stuff. Cause that's when you hold it in and don't let it out. That's when you're just like a balloon ready to pop with all the, the sadness. So I was like, you know what? I can have this moment and then pause and pivot from it and come back. So, um, as soon as I thought that I, I look and I'm like, Oh look, another notification that somebody commented. I wanted to check in see what it was. And it was about my live, um, in our Facebook group yesterday, When, so when I do my lives in my Facebook group, this is a grief group, you know, I'm trying to help other people through really hard stuff. And so for me, it's like, I never put on a game face ever, because to me, that's really inauthentic and not right. But I also don't do the live when I'm in a bad space, like no matter what, I got to try to find a way to pivot and find some light before I start. Because it's like, you know, otherwise, it's the blind leading the blind. And the whole idea is come with me you know, follow me. I'm never saying to people like, I'm going to be the one to flip your light switch back on and like, boom, like magic, you know, everything will be better because that's not life. That's just not the way it works. Um, And so I've never ever claimed that. As a matter of fact, I just make my whole business model around the fact that I am willing to be the person striking my match or holding my lantern In that dark cave with you, so that until you can find your own light, I will hold the lantern. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just here to be the sort of beacon for you and to remind you that there even is light to be accessed in the room. And if you can't even find it, I'm just standing here, you know, in the dark with you holding my lantern and trying to shine it just a little more brightly so that you might be able to find your own again. And that's kind of my business model. So when the comment that I read from her said, basically, I wish I could exactly remember her words, but it was more or less, um, this, this woman must have either lost her person a long time ago and she's just over it or... She's drinking some kind of, I don't remember what she said, happy juice and or alcohol with like a, you know, laughing face or whatever. Like, like laughing at the fact that like, like what kind of smoke is she blowing here? Like a up our back ends. You know, like that was the, that was sort of what she was trying to say. Like <laughs> whatever happy juice she's on, like, give me some kind of thing. But she didn't say it that way, but it's like, geez, you know, and it kind of hurt. I did come back and I did want to make a, like, so there's all kinds of reactions that happen there where like, first I was like, Ugh, like, who, who are you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, your ego gets all up in a tizzy saying like, well, I could just block this person out of my group. Of course I could. But I looked and I thought, what, what other things has she contributed here? Or what other, like if I, I wanted to see her history, had she been like on every single person's post sort of poking the bear and trying to like, you know, like kick someone when they're down? And I was like, no, she's not. She actually gave a thumbs up here. She commented on connecting with another person there. But what I noticed was a, a theme that she was connecting with other people who were also in the dark still. So she could, that's what she was able to see and connect with because that's where she's at. She couldn't connect with someone like me who's in a place of light right now. It's too far of a disconnect You know what I mean? Like it was like, yeah, no, (laughs) I don't know. But that's not, you know, that's unrealistic. You know, she couldn't even see that that was a possibility. But um, for me, that's not when you block somebody. That's when you help somebody, right? So um, I did not. And instead, I actually just commented back and just kind of reminded, you know, like don't ever mistake someone else's smile or positivity for, you know, a healed person or a person who's being inauthentic or fake because, you know, I'm still broken and picking up the pieces. I'm still trying to figure out my own way here. But I'm also I'm not trying to lead you with me into my dark times. I'm trying to like I said before, you know, hold my light and and say come with me. Like let's let's go find this together, you know, together if nothing else because as much as I might be the leader, I'm still, I mean, everybody in grief is always in the process. There's no finish line. There's no like, okay, now we've done it. Check the box. No, that'll never be. So I'll always be on this journey with you. And maybe my light's a little brighter right now than yours because not a length of time, not because my husband passed away 20 years ago and I've been at it so long I'm over it. Like, no, you know, even 20 years from now, I'm not going to be over it. It's not a length of time. It's not how long I've been at it. It's just the way I do it. It's the way I look at it. It's my perspective. It's my mindset. And I don't want to ever be saying, hey, look at me. It's a hey, come with me. And I'm always willing to hold that lantern. So I had to be so careful because then it was remi- like it came right back at me in a second of like, oh, my gosh, this is the devil again. He is at my heels and after me because he knows how these comments have shaken me in the past. He knows this is something that hits in the gut. When somebody calls into question how much I'm actually grieving about my husband because I seem so well off, Yeah, that's a trigger. Of course, it would be a trigger for anybody who adored their person who's no longer here and are working at it every single day to be better. And then to have somebody throw that in your face, that, of course, cuts deep. Who would know that? Who would know that other than Satan himself, right? He's like sitting there going, heck no. Like, I'm not going to let you like lead the way here. There's too many people that were piping in going, Yes, thank you, me, yeah, I got it, I know, I agree. Like there was too many positive things coming out of it and it was like all of a sudden, boom, stamped right in the middle of it. (laughs) Like here's a comment that's gonna throw you off your path, you know, and so now I can chuckle and look at it and just see it for what it is, which is quite literally his attempt at just completely altering the path of my life. And why would I succumb to that? Why would any of us, right? So, like, if you feel some negative force trying to, like, pull the strings of the marionette doll and, like, why would you allow that? Cut those strings. Like, clear that attachment. He doesn't have any say in my life. He can drop stuff like that here, there, and wherever. Put the bomb here. Put the, you know, the nasty comment there. And it's not going to change or alter the outcome of what I am doing. That's what I have to say. Like, you need to take a stand for yourself. And when you see things coming at you, whether it's somebody's snarky comment or, you know, a parent saying some little thing under their breath or uh, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. There's all kinds of little things around us, gossips and, you know, conversations that if somebody whispering your name, if you can't block that out, that noise and chatter and just be like, I know what that is and that is not... Anything that I'm gonna let like throw me off of this, you know, I am on a direct line to my goal right now, and someone sees it. So here's where you can really flip the switch on the whole thing is like if you can take that, if nothing else, see the fact that the devil's coming after you again as an acknowledgement that you are on to something, you're doing something right, somebody's noticing you, you have a officially brought notice to you <laughs> you know why is the attention on you because you're doing things you're doing good things so it's really ironic because it's usually i've talked about this before but when you're just about to achieve the goal um, that's when all of a sudden most people give up and no don't do that that's that's their last ditch effort at throwing some kind of barrier in your way and you just succumb to it No, 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 no. Like that's when you run, run, run. You can feel them on like breathing down your neck and they're doing it because they're threatened. They're scared. You know, I'm saying they're, (laughs) I think it's the devil himself. I think it's like a threat to all that is bad. It's you and your goodness pushing ahead. And that, you know, anything bad, evil, devil, Satan, you know, does not like. Of course not. Of course they're going to want to hold you down. And that's when you more than ever need to just light it up. <laughs> and so I'm learning how to do that. So while you guys are on this journey with me as I'm figuring out how to maneuver all of that. But this morning, it really just came to light for me in a big way. And I was having a discussion with um one of my clients about it. And he had some really, you know, just great insight on it as well. And I thought, you know, this is a message everybody should hear today. Because I think we've all been in those moments of like feeling the pressure and like, okay, I've been under pressure long enough. And then, and it's also very easy to say, well, this is a sign. You know, this must be my sign that this is not for me. This is once again, not feeling aligned, not feeling good, bringing negativity into my world. I'm just going to then be done with this pivot and find another way which is really kind of how we are taught from the time we're young. You know, if you are at first you don't succeed, try something different kind of thing, you know, pivot and turn and try again, try something else. But sometimes I think we're so quick to pivot, so quick to say, well, enough is enough that we forget that we're awfully close. I had worked so hard and so long just to get where we were. And if we're going to pivot, we might just find ourselves back at the starting line, which might just be what, you know, the devil himself was hoping for, right? Get this person out of my way and back to to square one where, you know, by the time they get back to this point again, it's going to be like, you know, I got time. It's like, no, 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 no. That's when you want to like Okay, I feel it. I feel like this is starting to get real hard. This is starting to become something I don't want it to be. This is starting to get like where all these bad things are happening. All right, I'm gonna keep going. That's hard. That's not something most people have that inner resolve to do. And if you can find your way to do that, there's so much light on the other side of it. So I was just telling my client this morning, it's like a mountain peak, right? And you're going uphill, 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 uphill. Well, guess what happens when you're at that peak? You know, that's the breaking point. That's the point of like, ah, I can't take it. This is the last straw. But when you're at that peak, it's all downhill from there. It's the gravy train on the other side that you are just about to crest over. And so you miss that. And instead of just letting yourself free ride down that mountain all the way back down, you instead climb all the way back to the starting line and start over again back up the mountain. You know, and of course there's going to be things that come out in your way again. Even if you do pivot and find a new way, it's gonna be those hard times again. It's gonna be the tough stuff. It's gonna be real close to the finish line and then all of a sudden knocked back again. It's a vicious cycle that nobody wants to be a part of. So why? Why do we do that? It's like, no, 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 I'm not doing that anymore. From now on when I feel like, ugh, I can't like I this is enough. Perfect. That's great. That means you are at the top. (laughs) You're just about to push right over that edge. So keep on pushing. And then you'll be sliding down the mountain and it will be easier and things will lighten up and it will, those dreams and those things and that you want, you desire and the whatever it is that you're trying to get at on the other side, it's there. Then suddenly it's clear. The clouds clear out. You can see the vision. You can see the end line finally. Like, think about it, right? A a mountain peak in the middle. Let's say there's a starting line, a finish line, and a mountain in the middle. When you are going up, 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 you can't even see the finish line. So that's hard. It's hard to stay focused on the end goal when you can't even see it. And it's not until those hardest peaks and mountains that you finally are at the point where you have the vantage point to even see the finish line. So then it's like, man, it's finally in your sights. Do not start back at, you know, the beginning. Do do not start back at go. We are not going back there. No, no, no. Instead, see the fact that now that you can finally start to see the end in sight as like, wow, the worst is behind me. And this is, guys, not just business model. This is true of everything, you know? Any goal that you've ever set in your life, weight loss, um, relationship goals, just anything. It's true. It's like as soon as you're just almost there. Like, I work with a lot of people inside my group that are trying to find a new connection. Like, they are now open to, hey, maybe I can meet someone else again, you know, I, I miss the companionship. Maybe it's not going to be my soulmate, but I need to find another partner. And, I mean, imagine how hard that struggle is. So they're, like, constantly navigating between, like, trying to compare them to this previous person that seemed like the perfect match that they had lost. And seeing this new person as a whole new experience and, you know, all the emotional ups and downs. it's usually right before they're about to meet that one. They're about to finally be okay with starting anew and fresh and then they stop and that thing that happens, that last thing of like, you know, just pushes them. Like you got to remember this. I think that Satan knows our buttons. He knows what, just like we know that God knows what we need and want and whatever. I think Satan does too. I think he's aware of the things that are our triggers, the things that hold us back, the things that get in the way. And so what I think happens is that as soon as he's recognizing like, all right, this person's like onto something here, they know what things to put in the way, you know, like Satan himself knows. He knows what evil deters you. He knows your vices. He knows your distractions. You know, even maybe even to the point where like that puzzle this morning was like he knew it might just keep me from getting going. (laughs) Maybe even that was a distraction. I don't know. But like things like that, like, you know, he's like waving the carrot in front of you and just hoping you're going to follow. It's like, don't do it. You know, you know what you're aiming at, even though you can't see that end line. You can't see the finish. You still know what you're shooting for. You can still visually see it in your own mind's eye. So stay focused on that, you know, until it becomes clear and you can actually see it in the physical. Like you can actually now see it coming to fruition. Like keep it in your mind's eye. Still know what you're heading towards. Because otherwise it's like, man, will he throw like... You might might be just about to finally quit that, you know, routine, mundane, you know barely paying the bills boring job you hate he might see a way, like you're about to quit that you're about to finally free yourself of that and start that business you've always wanted to that's going to help so many people and do so many great things and use your amazing gifts you might be right there at that crest and then all of a sudden he's like wait a minute I know what I can do it's all about the money like, I'm just going to dangle, like, some promotion here at this job to keep them there. Like, even a promotion. Imagine that. Satan being the one in charge of a promotion. But yeah, maybe. Because maybe he knew you get promoted, you go nowhere, and you never you never see that dream to fruition. You never, you know, continue to pursue that. You just turn your back on it and go, eh, I'll just stay here. I just got the raise I needed. And that's so sad. It's like... No, you were onto something. Know it because these things are coming at you right now that are going to challenge you and that are going to make you wonder, like, was that the right thing? Like, I feel like if, if these things are flying at you and all of a sudden all these things that are making you question yourself, it's because the devil's trying to do whatever he can, throw you off your path, you know? Let's mess this up. <laughs> like, heck No. Oh my goodness. All right. I'm going to take a break on that note, guys. I've got more to come. Don't go anywhere. So if you or anybody that you know could benefit from being a part of this private Facebook group, Connection Beyond Struggle for a Grieving Soulmate, that I discuss on the podcast, um, all you have to do is type into your browser, H-T-T-P-S colon slash slash connectionbeyondstruggle.com. No www. (laughs) So if you think somebody could benefit from being inside that space, just type that in your browser and head there and I will be accepting people into the group on a daily basis. So hopefully I'll see you on the inside. All right, back to the show. So earlier in the show, I was talking about how this devil in your ear, so to speak, can be trying to sort of hinder you from getting to that goal that you have set for yourself, especially if it is in any way a light that will help lead other people to good things. All the more, you know, the more people that you can domino effect with your act of goodness or whatever, you know, goal you have set, the more impact, I think, and the more attraction. It's kind of like the light, right? Like think about if you're ever in a wooded area, and all of a sudden, you turn on that light on your cell phone and hold it up. All the bugs and mosquitoes that are drawn there. Well, imagine if you have a whole porch light. Forget like this one little speck of a cell phone light, but like a big porch light spotlight. Think about how many more bugs are attracted to it. It's like that. It's like the bigger you're and brighter your light is, the more I feel like Satan is attracted to trying to, you know, knock you off your pedestal, so to speak, so the thing I wanted to just remind you all of is that I believe wholeheartedly, as much as you might want to just keep on, you know, running, <laughs> running from the devil, that the devil is not as loud as God, you know? So whatever higher power or whatever you call higher power, um, I just believe that that the good always outweighs The bad. There's always more light than darkness. It'll always win. You know, that's the way I see it. Um, In this game, I think that like, (laughs) this game of life, I think that we just sometimes forget that, you know, so back to what I was talking about that happened to me earlier today, with this one post, I went back and looked at it. And That one comment that that person said, no one had responded to except for one person that made that wow face, you know, the emoji like, whoa, I can't believe you just said that. Um, But nobody else even responded to it until I did. Well, even then, nobody has responded to it. But there was like, I want to say 34 or something like a bunch of other people with positive comments about how much, um, you know, my live that day affected them in a positive way. And so I guess that's what I'm trying to remind you here is that it's not about, um, you know, just sort of having to like, well, this goes back to what I was talking about last episode is you're not fighting the darkness, you know, you're, you're focusing on the light. And I think that if I had allowed myself to get consumed by that negative comment, it would have worked, you know, that obstacle that, you know, evil was throwing in my path to deter me would have deterred me. It would have actually been them winning, not me. But, you know, instead, I just every time I started to feel a little ugh about it, I looked back at some of those positive comments and I was like, you know what? Even if one person has a sort of up in arms response to something, look at all the people who are like, yeah, that landed for me. Thank you. I needed that. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's real easy to see when I'm talking about a Facebook post because it's like quite literally you can see in the good, the bad, the ugly in there. But like sometimes it's not so, you know, it's a little more subtle in real world applications. But even still, it's like, okay, so all of a sudden, you you know, you're like, all right, I'm going to go do this thing whenever you hop in your car and you run out of gas. It's like, well, right then and there, that's like when a lot of people are like, that's it, I throw in the towel, I'm not even going to go. You know, and that's when I'm saying like, no, 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 You really need to get there because wherever you were just headed, I mean, like I think of it that way, like somebody's throwing boulders in your way. You don't just go, oh, meh, well, it wasn't for me. No way. It's like, okay, who can I call to get gas? Do I have AAA? Do I have, like, is there somewhat? Can I walk from here? How close am I? You know what I mean? Like, just keep thinking, like, who could pick me up here and I can get my car later? Whatever. Like, just keep thinking, you know, what else can I do to still achieve this and not be thwarted by this? This is so crazy that like, you know, these things that just keep piling up and and don't focus on that pile, just focus on the solution. Like, well, then how am I going to do this? Because I'm still going to do it. If you know it as knowledge, like I'm still going to get there. I'm still going to do this thing regardless. Then your outlook on it and the way you attack it becomes very different because it's all of a sudden like. Okay. And, you know, it's like, all right, this happened now. I mean, how on earth am I still going to get my, you know, my podcast done today? My, this, my that, my, that, all these things just happen. Like, I'm never looking at like, oh, well, like, it's like the option is gone to just throw in the towel and go, oh, I'm just not going to do it then. It's like, no, they're waiting on me tomorrow to launch this thing and I'm, I'm putting it out regardless. So how am I going to get it done? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's kind of the way you got to keep seeing it is, is like, yeah, something's trying to get in the way here. All the more this is about to be some good stuff. Look out world. <laughs> That's kind of my new way, you know, like, all right, you better just sit back and watch the show then because if you don't want this, I want it more. <laughs> you know, if, if the devil doesn't like it, then then I am full on doing this thing. And so sometimes that just motivates me because I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I know you're not happy when I'm giving people peace and you want chaos and you want stress and fear. And it's like, no, (laughs) you know, it's on the other side here. Like, cause I know it's something good cause you're really agitated with me right now. So, hmm. You know, and then all of a sudden I get excitement inside me, like something's good is coming. <laughs> and every time it is, it's like, you know, it's it's on the days where I'm like, oh, well, then I just can't tackle this today. I'll have to get to it tomorrow. It's like then I, I don't get to see that. But when I immediately in that same moment, I don't put it off. I keep doing, doing, doing. It's almost every time I'm able to look back and go, huh, now I know why you didn't want me to get here. Look at this. Like there's something over there on the other side that's gold. And it's fun to, like, sit and get excited about, like, ooh, this is good. This is, like, what is this? There's something on the other side you don't like. And just sit and watch the show. Pull out the popcorn. Like, usually that's how I feel about it now. I'm like, oh when I'm having a bad day, how the heck do you see the light? Well, I see the light by going, oh, wow, (laughs) someone's upset with me. What do I got coming? (laughs) It's like, you know what I mean? Sure, I could wallow in it, but I'm kind of over that. And, you know, at this point in my life, it's just about trying to do the good stuff. And so it's not like, you know, um, <laughs> I mean, what am I waiting for, really? Like, no, there's no huge, like, so any, it could be anything. It could just be, like, somebody that really needed that message that I was about to deliver. And then I hear back from them, like, haha, that's what it was. You didn't want me to help that person. You know what I mean? Like, I can always look at it and go, I get it now. I know what you were up to. And the more you can kind of see the sort of devil's hands and things, the more you can realize like, wow, he's trying to manipulate everything. You know, I mean, not to get all biblical on you guys, but Eve never would have taken that apple, right? (laughs) It's like, he's always there in the ear. And it's like, how much can we block it out? How much can we continue to turn away from it and be like, whatever. That just means that I'm getting under your skin. And if I'm getting under your skin, that's right where I want to be. You know, let that motivate me and just like to me, that is just the good stuff. That's the fuel, you know, I like I don't I don't get to relish in like, you know, when, I, when my husband was here, it was different because it was like his successes were my success. And, you know, just doing things that made him happy, made me happy. I've like got a big hole and absence there of some of that stuff. So I just turn it towards like I'm trying to help other people with their journey and figuring out this journey of life, really. And with every person I help, it's like, that gives me excitement. And I know it irritates the heck out of the devil who is after me. And I love that. <laughs> it's like, I relish in ticking him off because, listen, you know, like, I don't have my person anymore. If I'm going to have entertainment, it's going to be watching him fall and, and, you know, all that is good sort of rise to the top. So... I'm hoping that I can help you guys be the cream that rises to the top and, you know, put all that that dark stuff that wants to hold you down and hold you back in the rear view mirror because nothing feels better than that in this life. Is like overcoming an obstacle and being able to look back with pride and go, oh my gosh, I did that. And look how far I came. And yeah, there was bumps along the way. It hurt and there was things I had to push through, but... I'm so much stronger than I thought I was. You know, that's a feeling that everybody should be able to relish in at some point in their life of just overcoming things that they didn't even know they had the capability to do. And I know for a lot of the people in my group that are grieving, it's like doing it alone is big, you know? I know you know what I'm talking about. It's like, you know, I, I knew I could do these things, but I always had my support system around me. And then in the, the losing of my husband, I lost my safety net. You know, I don't, I, it's a free fall <laughs> and that's more terrifying and fear elicits more fear. So it's like, I, I have the deck stacked against me as many of my listeners do for all kinds of different reasons, but you know, it's what you do then. And that's the part where I just want you guys to be that percent, that small percent that persevere and push, you know, the more of us that can start to do that then the scale really gets tipped in our favor, right? Because the more of us on that side of the scale, the better. So it's like, that's why it's always a come with me thing. Because I don't want to do this alone. I don't want to be like the one person standing over there who's figured it out. No way. Like, I, I still haven't figured it out. And I need you guys along the way with me to help me figure out where I fall. And the more we can do that instead of climbing over each other to get to the top of this mountain, but like carrying each other, that it's just awesome. Actually, I'm going to use my friend Dave that I was talking to earlier today gave me a little analogy that I really loved about, you know, carrying a backpack full of rocks. And it's like, how many of those can you shed on the way to the top? Certainly helps to ease the burden, doesn't it? Like when you can go without all this stuff weighing you back that you can't see or perceive, but it's there. And if there's other people on your journey, they can help see what sometimes you can't see because it's on your back. But they can see it and they can help you to shed some of that by taking some of that burden from you. So, you know, if we could all just work together a little bit more, it, it does make that journey so much more simple. And so even in the case of this Facebook post, you know, oh, if only she could have just, instead of saying that, be like, my gosh, like, how did you do that then? Please share. Like, how did you get to, because I talk about it. She obviously didn't see my last one when I talked about how to let the joy in. But if you're wondering, instead of saying snide comments, it's so much more helpful if you can, like, come from a place of curiosity. People don't feel dug or, like, jabbed when you're coming from a place of wanting to learn. You know, I mean, even somebody in the in my group recently um, who's an atheist, we had a big conversation around it because I came at it with curiosity. I just want to understand. Like, I always have a hard time you know, being able to sort of coach to people that aren't coming from necessarily the same place as me in like faith and belief in bigger things, you know, I mean, sure, don't talk politics and religion. But if you leave all that out, then like, are we, (laughs) are we even really communicating? So I want to have these talks, like, I think these things should be open, and we should be able to discuss it so I can learn and understand. Um, Not so I can change you and your your viewpoints. But like, if I can't even understand where you're coming from, I can't help you come with me. <laughs> you know, like, if I'm trying to get there and I need, want I want you with me and by my side, I need to understand, you know, what have you faced? What are your hurts? What are your obstacles? And what are your beliefs? And like, we really, very surface level share in this lifetime. You know, oftentimes, the only people we really share the core of who we are with are the people that become our life partners. And then, Everybody else just gets the superficial, hey, how are you? How good, yeah. Oh, how are the kids doing? Right. You know, and it's like this real, Pfft. I mean, are you even listening to the answer? Do you really care? Is it like, you know, there's this chatter going on? But it's not like real talks about real life things. And I don't know if people are just so afraid that like exposing all their beliefs would make connections harder to make because maybe everybody else doesn't see eye to eye with you. But I find those are the deepest connections I have are the people that I'm not afraid to just share some of that with. You know, give a little more of yourself. And really, I mean, right now, I'm literally just dumping all of my personal beliefs <laughs> to the world, but it feels freeing and it doesn't feel like I'm like... I mean, nobody should feel like they're covering up a part of themselves that's at their core, you know? And if these things are our core beliefs then share them (laughs) because that's where connection happens. And even if you can't see eye to eye and your beliefs and their beliefs don't align does not mean those bonds can't still be formed. As a matter of fact, I learned more from that short conversation with this woman than I've really taken away from many conversations at all this year, you know, but it was deep because she was willing to like offer to me, hey, here's what happened in my own life. Here's where, you know, I felt like, maybe my religion failed me. Here's where, um, you know, I sort of took the fork in the road. This is what happened. This is the the stuff that was going on in the world that sort of changed me from the inside out. I mean, how often does somebody share something that big with you? <laughs> you know, a perfect stranger, too. It was like, wow, thank you. You know, th- just thank you for sharing that with me. Because Some people get really up in arms when you question it because they feel attacked because often it might be a point that people always want to argue with them or change their viewpoint. So the fact that it was received so beautifully, it's just, uh, it's just another nod to the fact that the scale is tipped in the side of goodness. I think, I think that there is just more good out there. We just have to be willing to focus on that and not the dark that wants to take us down into the shadows. Ugh right? So maybe this, maybe the dark doesn't want to be alone either. And it's just trying to suck more people into that dark vortex. And, you know, misery loves company, but not for us, right? <laughs> we are going to the light. We are reaching for the light constantly. But the, the saddest thing of all of this to me, here we are talking about big discussions today of light and dark. I think the biggest sadness to me is, is the chunk in the middle It's not the people who are sucked down in the dark or the people who are really, like, have found the light. It's the people wandering in the middle who don't even necessarily know that they're, like, there. Um, Like, I know a lot of people who are like, no, I have faith in God. I'm totally, like, I totally see the light. I can completely understand this. But, like, they're still in the middle. In the middle, I mean, like, they get up every day and they live, like, the robotic life. They're, They're doing the motions. But, like... Like when your spouse comes through the door, it's like grab on and give him a big passionate kiss. When was the last time that happened? Like there's a lot of people that like those things have fallen by the wayside. That those are the people that I find living in the gray because it's like you kind of forgot all the amazing things that actually make this world shiny and fun. You know, I mean, you got to shake it up. Make this Wednesday way different than last Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't get in a pattern. Don't get in a habit. None of the monotony and the boring, repetitive, day-in, day-out grind of life. Like, you got to shake it up and see the beauty And the blessings, they're here, they're now. You might not always have them here and now. So like just embrace them. And you know, I love to talk about health. I mean, this whole podcast is intended for health of your mind, body, spirit. And like truth be told, I think all of those are what, like well first they all have to be aligned to even get to that place of peace and like pure light. Um, But I think also like if you are thinking you're there, but you're not, that's, that's disconnect to me. That's like, I mean, self-awareness is everything, right? So like not seeing the fact that you're not actually where you think you are, that bit, that connection, um, that's where mind, body, and spirit have to be like aligned. Like you, you can't see it as these are all three individual, like branches of government, <laughs> you know what I mean, like they are not three, they are quite literally interconnected in this, in the way that if your mind is way off, like right now, you are down in the dumps, and I don't care what anybody says, they don't understand, these are the darkest times of my life, and this is the way it is, and duh, 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 that talk, and then yet, somehow hoping for great health and like, you know, I'm, I'm having these chest palpitations, but I don't want them and I'm going to get healthy by eating better and exercising. I don't think you're going to meet your goal with that. Now, this is not medical advice. This is just logic is telling me if your mind is pulling you back towards that dark and you're aiming towards the light of health and healing in your body, It's like you're being torn in two. (laughs) You know, you wonder why it's not all coming together. It's not all coming together because you're like forgetting that the part of you that's trying to move towards the light in health and spirituality maybe, but like still your mind is back here in the dark cave. It's like you're ripping yourself in half. Like take it all with you. Make sure your mind is coming with you towards the light. Make sure all those things are aiming towards the same end goal. And then it's like the whole of you gets to go. You know, and so sometimes that unaware piece gets in the way because we think, of course, I'm there. That's me. I believe I go to church every Sunday or I, you know, I talk to my kids about God or I I do have faith that there is a God looking out for us or, you know, however, we sort of mutter the oh, yeah, but I do. (laughs) But but, (laughs) you know, are you fully embracing the life that you have and the goodness and the gratitude and like all the things, all the things And then once all those things are like real good and like, yeah, when the person comes through the door at the end of the day, you're ready to just burst into their arms. You're so happy and elated. That's when you're like, wow, I'm really full. Like my cup is full. I'm happy. I love. I am grateful. I, you know, it's not like run by fear. And like, so this would be the fear version of that is they come through the door and it's like hey, what's for dinner? Oh, we're having the, 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 but we got to get so-and-so to practice at this time and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, the Tupperware dish goes on the counter and you're talking about, um, yeah, let's not forget we got to pay the electric bill tonight. Okay. Uh, Yeah. blah. blah, blah. like, I'm going to run upstairs and change. Okay. No problem. We're gonna have dinner in 10. And that's the, I mean, I've seen that. I've seen that happen to people like that's like the they're just doing. It's a process. It's like, yeah, but today we're doing we gotta make sure we do this and that. We're just catching up. Yeah, but you did you forget? Like he just walked in the door, you've been missing each other all day. Like take the second, the moment to embrace and be like, Oh, I missed you. Like, where's that joy, that excitement? Like, I want that for you. I want you to feel all stirred up every day, like excited for life, for the things. Like, I still get excited. My kid has a basketball game. I'm not like well, I gotta get this kid to there and it's like, no, I'm excited. Like, yeah, so-and-so has a basketball game tonight and doing that. And then we're going to probably grab pizza. Cause I don't know if we're gonna have time to do whatever, you know, it's a little more like just there's energy and life in me. That's excited about the things I'm going to do. I don't care if it's grabbing a pizza and going to a game with my kids. That's exciting. And if it's not, I should not do it. You know what I mean? Like if I don't see excitement in that, why am I doing that? And some people might argue, well, you're doing it because your kid has a passion for the sport and you want to get them there. Yeah, but I should have, if they don't, if they're not passionate, like if your child is passionate about a sport, put it this way, and they love it and they're having fun at it, you should be enjoying watching them do that because that should give you energy in life and excitement. Because that's how I feel when I watch them do those things. So it doesn't feel like the monotonous, oh, I got to get them there. I, oh, we're going to have to eat pizza because blah, blah. No, I'm pretty excited because I wasn't really looking forward to having to make dinner anyway. So let's get excited that we get to have pizza tonight. You know what I mean? Like That's kind of how I, I, I turn it. Like it's sure. So what if it's like, yeah, I'm going to have to drop off, pick up, drop off. Pick, because I am just about to in about two minutes have to go. Back to the school. One kid had early release. The other didn't. Then I'm after, as soon as I get home with this one, I'm gonna have to bring them back because then they have practice. and I have to get them. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. But I remind myself when I'm doing the thing of why I'm doing the thing. I'm doing it because these kids love basketball, and I want them to have an education at school, and I want them to be, you know, and I. And it gives me freedom to do this while they're there. Like, look at some of the light. Just keep remembering. It's those little things. If you can just stay focused on it, that gives you inner excitement and light. Shove Satan into the dark where he belongs, guys. That's my message for you today. (laughs) We're all going to keep kicking him back to the curb. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening today. And hopefully I'll see you on the next one.